Hey, hey, this is the Sounds on Vinyl Show, the only show that will make your ears bleed. This week, we've got Ramstein, we've got ABBA, kind of. We've got Metallica, again, because we can't go a show without talking about Metallica. We've got Paul Stanley, we've got Dollar Bin, we got Aerosmith, we got all kinds of fun stuff. So we'll be right back to get into it. <laughs> My name is Phil Boyer, and with me, as always, my brother from another mother, Professor Rockstar Extraordinaire, lead singer of the bands that exist in different planes of existence. We don't even know where they are or how to get to them or anything about them, but Mike has been there, and he's sung, and he's here to tell us all about it. Mike, what's going on? Oh man. I mean, when I did when I thought that the introductions couldn't get any better, I mean, <laughs> I, I well, it's it's me. I'm here. I'm Mike and okay, I I sing between I I don't know. Yes, a great introduction. Thank you. I'm I'm You're doing welcome. well actually. It's getting colder here in Sweden, which I I think sucks big time. But it's <laughs> uh we we're waiting for the snow, but it's, I'm living in the southern parts of Sweden, in 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 Malmo, close to Copenhagen. So hopefully, getting my fingers crossed here. Hopefully, we we don't get to see any snow anytime soon. Because I, I, I got plenty outside that I can send. You. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, there's something wrong with you. I'm. I'll, I'll make you a little miniature snowman and send it <laughs> airmail or something. Ah. <laughs> oh man. That I I I am no friend of snow. I'm no friend of that fluffy white powder. And no, 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 no. Yeah. But other than that, it's it's uh, it's it's dark. It's dark. freaking dark in 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 Sweden at the moment. I, I wake mm. up every every day at uh, six thirty in the morning a.m. and it's dark as in the middle of the night and it get the the first light you see it's around like 8 a.m and then when it's like three o'clock it's almost like pitch dark outside so it's mm -hmm. well yeah we're fun. living in the north man no it's not fun at all <laughs> damn you <laughs> fucking hell Jeez. Uh, Jeez all right what, what are but, we kicking this 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 show off with what do we got what do you got for us yeah um, well, as I mentioned before, um, I get a lot of DMs uh, at the moment and, and people are asking me questions. So I thought that that could be a, like a, a cool topic to, to talk about stuff on our show. Since we're talking about vinyl records, this is the sounds of vinyl if you have missed exactly. out. So it, it is. So um, Dollar Bin Treasures, what... Uh, was one of the the questions that I got. Do you buy stuff from the dollar bin? And for people out there who doesn't really know what that actually means, it's when you get into a, like a, a flea market or, or a, a, one of those places where you got like, I mean, ordinary record store, they have like crates on the floor some of them have them stuck away and 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 so forth and and you pay a dollar for them um at a minimum and it could be like everything you can find in there and if you go to one of those like flea markets or thrift stores you can really be able to to find some really good stuff so uh yes i do go a dollar bin hunting every now and then. I, I check out every vinyl record there is in a record store or a thrift store or a flea market. I, I, I'm drawn to stuff like that. I've been doing this since I was a kid. So every time we go into a, a, a antique shop, I almost immediately ask the, the clerk or the people that work, do you have any vinyl records? And they often say, yeah, it's in the back. And there is a couple of crates and, and uh, I'm doing um, dollar bin hunting when it comes to, to records that have 
passed me by, if you know what I mean. I mean, we grew mm-hmm. up on, on, I bought, I got uh, the, the full catalog for Iron Maiden, Kiss, and and Metallica, and, and so forth. Uh, but there there is bands that, that I grew up with that I, I didn't buy their albums. It, it, we're, we, we were a bunch of friends back in the day when growing up that uh, we couldn't afford to buy all the, the, the records ourselves. So, so we, we took turn and, and recorded uh, on, on cassette tape from one another. We borrowed the, the, the records and so forth. Mm-hmm. So nowadays when, when I go to, to, uh, to find some, some uh, dollar bin treasures, I, I often go with stuff that, Oh yeah, well, that's cool. I don't have that in my collection. I, I wonder how that sounds. And rather than picking up my, my phone and going into Spotify or YouTube or whatever you listen to, to music and, and, and listen to it, I buy the record because I think it's a lot of fun. So I, I can buy like five or, or six copies at, at once and it will cost me like 40 or 50, 50 bucks. And if it's not, if it's not, uh, horrible i'll keep it but if it's not my cup of tea i'll i'll just bring it back and say hey you can have this back in free of charge because i i only paid a dollar i don't care but Mm -hmm. it's it's so much fun to do stuff like that and and i got a question also uh, if i'm an audiophile and i stay clear of this no i am not an audiophile um I don't know per se what that means. Uh, for me, it's um, I I really love seeing people that buy expensive hi-fi gear, uh, but I'm not that person myself. I just want to play my records. Um, my collecting has to do with me l- loving music, and I have to play the music, and I have to buy the record physical i have to sit there doing my ritual with with the the cover art and and reading the liner notes and and smelling the vinyl it's i know it sounds crazy but but that's what i do so uh i'm not an audiophile when it comes to buying um high end hi-fi stuff for a shitload of money i i have my project turntable i have my grundy from 1978 and I have another turntable. I have like three of them. So, but it's it goes around. Um, I have a fairly good uh, a stereo uh, and a turntable, but no high end. No, I mean there's turntables that are around like five or between five and ten thousand dollars, and even fifty thousand dollars. But it, that's not me. Um, so um, just to to clear that out i'm i'm not i'm i don't consider myself an audiophile so what the hell did i find in the dollar bin treasure these... yeah what did you find yeah i found one of these this oh. is a band it's called the michael Schenker group uh and some of you might know him that there is a connection with the scorpions <laughs> Mm-hmm. Here, so Michael used to to um, to be a member of, of of Scorpions way back when, and then he his brother Rudolf Schenker, he uh, he started to play in in Scorpions instead of of Michael. But it's a, and Rudolf is still with the Scorpions today. But this mm-hmm. is a, a this is an album that I've. Uh, it passed me by, if you if you know what I mean. Passed me by several times in the record store. I had uh, a couple of friends of mine who owned this album and will listen to it. And it it's just one of those. Oh, I I remember this one. I remember listening to this one uh, back in the day and thought, hey, that's cool. So the first thing I know. I, I tried to do, uh, then I, I have to check it out. So I, I pull it out and I check the vinyl real quick, flip it over and see, oh, there's no particular hairlines or markings on it. And it's it's only a dollar. So 
why not get it? I'll save it from the dollar bin. <laughs> Give it a better Give it a home. Give it a good home. Give it a good home, yeah. So this is a cool one. This is um, it was released in 1981, and this is a Swedish pressing pressing of the Michael Schenk group. I think this is the first one they did, actually. Mm. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I, I I'm sure I am mistaken, but but who cares? So this is what <laughs> I found, which I think it's really really cool. And then moving on, there's a guy here that you perhaps have heard of. Gary Moore. Gary Moore. There you go. Gary Moore. Yeah. Always been curious about this one because I don't know what the heck is going on here. I got the like the final the the the, the Wild Frontier and and the other one. Oh, I forget. I. I I only bought Gary Moore because he was a member of Thin Lizzy back in the day. Because that's how I knew about his name. And and the one with Run for Carver and, and whatnot. But this one, I don't know. There is something about this one. W w with the, um, you see the lettering here? Mm -hmm. It's sort so of like a Russian thing going on here. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. 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 And I don't like that. I don't like that shit at all. And, and after the war, <laughs> I don't, I don't know, but it's, it's, I can get, I, I'm so snobbish when it comes to this. Uh, uh, I think this cover sucks. Uh, I don't know why <laughs> there, there is something about it. Why don't you tell us how you really feel? Yeah. I'm, I mean, uh, look at this. There's a baby. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, there, there's a naked baby on the back. I don't know what this is. What's the yeah? What's what's yeah. he trying to go I for don't know. here? No, uh, and and the world's flags in 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 the behind it sort of like and um, I don't know what's going on here. Uh, I I and yeah. I, I don't get it. I, there there's no after the war and there's a naked baby on 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 here. Yeah. So I don't know. But I heard uh, just a couple of months ago, I heard a song from this one, and I thought, "Hey, well, this is cool. This is in in decent condition too." So mm -hmm. uh, I bought it just for the heck of it, uh, because I always thought that this cover was, well, I don't know. Well, you heard me say it sucks. It so, sucks. It, it sucks. sucks. Yeah. yeah, but it's I I don't know. Um, uh, it, it's fun to to buy stuff that you don't normally listen to, uh, that you don't, you didn't pay any attention to it mm -hmm. from before, but you think that well, oh, only uh, I mean, vinyl records for a dollar. I mean, damn, you have to buy it. I don't know why, yeah. but but it's it's a disease. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and the last one I'm going to show because we would be here like uh, a couple of hours because I, I I didn't well you have to talk to my wife about this but but it's it's three records when you find a, a dollar bin full of records you can you can buy under ten could you no I don't know. The only I way made... is if there's nothing good in there, you know, if it's full of yeah. the Black Album or Nirvana <laughs> or Post Malone, then then I could probably get away but, with not buying. But if but yeah. you found, oh, let me, before we get into this one. So if you found the Black Album in a decent condition in a dollar bin, you wouldn't buy it? No. Oh, no. and that's why. I would that's not pay money. You... I would not pay money for any Metallica album post 1989. Oh, well, you're you're in for um. I don't know what what we call we we'll call it this um an education, if you know what I mean. If you found the the original copy for the Black Album in the dollar bin in a decent condition, 
you would get around like between forty and sixty dollars for it. So you could okay, sell well, it. yeah, all right. So if if it was like an investment like that where I didn't have to listen to it or keep it in my collection, then yeah, if I could turn mm-hmm. around and sell it and make thirty bucks, then yes, then that I would do. I would do that with anything. That's his investment. You see, there's an yeah. investment right here. I bought this for a dollar, and look at this album cover. It I sucks. told you it sucks, <laughs> yeah. But maybe I could get like five dollars for it, and then I could buy a four more acres from the dollar bin. Who knows? Maybe yeah. I'll keep it. Maybe it's it's a good one. I haven't listened to it yet. So, but you see, you we have to think outside of the box. Yes. 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 Okay. The last one we're up for is ZZ Top Afterburner. Uh, I'm a huge fan of the first albums that mm-hmm. ZZ Top released, Three Amigos, um, and 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 whatnot. I I love that bluesy stuff. This is, on the other hand. The the eighties when <laughs> the a little thing called the synthesizer or keyboard or whatever the hell you want to call it, and mm-hmm. this is like I don't know, rough boy can't stop rocking, sleeping bag. Uh, yeah, that 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 wasn't a great record. I think Eliminator was their their yeah. last really good record. Yeah, you know? I, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know about this, but it's it's there's so much memory because I, I I remember um, a, a friend of mine when we grow up he only listened to stuff like this, mm. and we taught him to listen to other metal music, and I think he was he got stuck with oh White Snake I think he was. And then he moved into Thin Lizzy because he, he could see the similarities in, in the music. Mm-hmm. And so it's blues based. This, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Not this one we not told that him. Record, not no. this one. But but you have to, there are similarities. Listen to it. And we oh, the old 70s. Yeah. ZZ Top is, there's nothing like it, man. It's just no. so awesome. It's just, it's so, great. And, and yeah. So we, we, we played a couple of, of, of the older. Uh, albums with ZZ Top, and, and then he moved into like became a huge fan of Lissy and and White Snake and so forth. That was so much fun. <laughs> but this one, I, I'll I give it a spin. If it's it if it sucks, I'll uh, give it a I'll spin do... like a frisbee and just frisbee. <laughs> you see, you're not a vinyl collector. Uh, I can hear it. <laughs> so that that's it. That's, that's it. it. That's all you got. Yeah. No, oh, there you go. It, it wasn't, but it will take too much. That's time. all you're going to share this time. Yeah. Okay. You want to actually know how many records I bought? Give us, give us the number. Twenty-five. Twenty-five records. Wow. Twenty-five records. Yeah. That's 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 quite an addition to the collection, right there. It is. It is. Yeah. But I I don't know if I'm going to keep all of them. But it's so much fun. I'm making a day out of it, going through go. the crates and, and smelling the vinyl. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that means, but, but it's, well, it's okay. It's a euphemism for something. We just don't know what. <laughs> <laughs> it's a euphemism for nuts. <laughs> I, I'll tell you oh, that much. Oh, God. I, I, right. I, I think that's the title of the show, Smelling the Vinyl. That's oh, got to yeah. be the name of this show. Oh, yeah. That's, that's it right there. Smelling the vinyl. All, All right. right. So, well, so last we, week. Oh, yeah. go ahead. No. I was saying I was, that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'll shut up now. I, 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 I've been talking too much already. So. Well, I, I was just going to say, we last week we talked about the new Metallica song, Lux Eterno, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. how much we were disappointed in it, and it, we didn't really care for it. And apparently we're not alone because some dude on YouTube took Lux Eterna, stripped the vocals, sped it up a little bit, and added the vocals from Hit the Lights mm-hmm. to it. 
Yeah. And it's a much, much, much better song. Mm-hmm. It actually kicks ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Have you no. heard it? Yeah. Yeah, you have? Yeah, I thought it sucked. You thought it sucked too? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, what are we trying to do here? I mean, okay, you have too much time on your hand. You you. You sit there in, in front of, of of the, I mean, the editing tool for for videos and and whatnot, and then you do a mashup of of. I don't know. I don't want to hit the lights and 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 I don't know what's going on there. But but if you're dissatisfied, why the hell are you keep listening? I I don't get it. If it sucks, it sucks. Move along. Why do you have to do? I I I remember uh, hit the lights in 1983. After that, Metallica sold out, man. Why are you still listening today? I mean, there's a lot of stuff that Metallica has done that I think sucks ass. I don't go around talking about it. I I I'm moving along. I think. I mean, it's a part of their catalog. They they thought they were doing something good at the time. I I didn't think that I'm I'm not sure that Lux and Turner is a good song or a bad song. I just I'm just leaving it alone. I I don't I I much rather I since the last time we we talked I've listened to to uh, Ride Lightning and and Kill 'Em All back to back. I mm-hmm. both on vinyls and in my headphones going back and forth to to work cuz I'm I'm thinking, oh man, this is what it's supposed to be like. Oh, and then I'm satisfied because mm-hmm. I moved along. Because I, I don't think that. So I will much rather that Lux and Turner sounded like Hit the Lights. I'm not sure about that. I'm not sure about James Hatfield being being like 21 years old, doing Lux and Turner. This is. James Hatfield, almost 60 years old. He's evolved in, into the person he is today. Mm-hmm. Uh, so and I'm thinking that, I mean, ah, just leave it at that, I think. That's okay. my opinion. That, 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 that's a fair point. I thought it was interesting because you and I talked about that we don't like the vocals on that. That no. the music part was okay, but the the vocals weren't all that. Mm-hmm. spectacular and this mm-hmm. guy comes out and and brings in that old school hetfield way of yeah. of singing and i think it made the song better would you agree mm-hmm. that it made the song better even though it still sucks uh well it's james hetfield 1983 so what's not to like okay he just <laughs> sampled the, the 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 songs from hit the lights that version that i heard or Right. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, and but, but I, that, I, 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 I did kill them all. And, and Lux and Turner has that, that old school thrash that they did on Kill Em All. So I, I, I get that there are similarities. And, and that's why I think they did the song like that mm-hmm. with, with, with the, the, the playing and, and so forth. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, it's, it's, there are similarities, and and I, I love Hit the Lights. So, but mm-hmm. it, it's yeah, great I don't, song. Yeah, it is. I I I love Kill 'Em All. I think it's a it's a fantastic album. But mm-hmm. it's it's I I would much rather listen to. Well, I don't know, but it's it's he's having a hard time singing those parts today when he does. Hit the lights live, so yeah. Well, I don't know. It's it's well because he's trying to sing it in his new way, you mm-hmm. know, in, instead of the old way. And I, and I think yeah, that, that's I don't part think he can sing in the old way anymore. I no, don't think his voice no. is is there anymore because he's twenty one. He's yeah, he, yeah. He's all grown up now. Hopefully, <laughs> I don't know. I don't. <laughs> but it's yeah. I I get what what he tried to do. It was fun to watch, but nah, nah, I did. It didn't do much for me. I, I much rather listen to to hit the lights from. No, no. What's your take on 
mashups in general, you know, because there's there's a, a couple guys on YouTube that, you know, they'll take like an Ozzy song and a Donna Summer song and mix it together and throw in a little Van Halen in there. Like, what do you think of stuff like that, where they kind of take this stuff and create like new songs from it? Uh. Well, if people want to listen to it and and are happy to listen to that, uh, that's fine. I I think it's I, I don't. But you're not pay, a fan. I don't pay much attention to that. I, I if I see it, uh, I click on it and I listen for like ten seconds and then I'm moving along. Oh, on the other hand, that was a funny thing that I saw because uh, it was Rick Astley. Uh, doing that, uh, that oh that eighty song never gonna give you up I mm -hmm. think it's called with with um um uh, Kiss where he synced mm. Paul Stanley so it 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 looks like Paul Stanley is singing the song that was funny as hell and but that's because I'm a Kiss fan and I I can mm -hmm. see I I can stand outside of it and say this is funny as hell because. And because pe people are sending this to me, like, "Oh, look with your kiss thing, <laughs> we'll <laughs> get you on this one." And I thought it was funny as hell. That's the only video I watch from beginning till till end when it comes to a mashup. Um, if if people are happy listening to mashups and and doing stuff like that, and 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 digging through YouTube and, and, and enjoying themselves. What's wrong with that? I think uh, it's kind of fun. I, I, yeah. I enjoy some of them. I, I think yeah, some of them cool. are really well done and it's kind Good of crazy you. how, how you can take two songs from two different genres and they kind of line up and it, and it actually works yeah. you know, for the most part. I, I think it's, it's kind of, it, it's sort of an art to be able to do that. Um, mm -hmm. You know, so I, I think it's kind of fun. Yeah. yeah. Good for you. There you go. All right. There we go. What do you yeah. got? What do you got? Oh, I, uh, Aerosmith. I got some Aerosmith. Uh, Steven Tyrell, he went into rehab, I think it was like a uh, couple of months ago. I, I don't pay any attention to that, to details when it comes to that. But he's having health issues again, and they had mm -hmm. to cancel shows because I saw him. Uh, my son, he's interested in, uh, he's sort of like me. He's all over the place when it comes to music. He's a metalhead, but he likes Eminem. So we were watching that. Uh, I think it's the, the video music awards, I think, mm -hmm. or was it the rock and roll hall of fame? I don't, I don't remember, but he had sampled dream on. So Steven was on stage. This is only like a couple of days ago, singing with Eminem, uh, hmm. the parts for Dream On. And, and I thought, whoa, cool, he's back. Because the dude is like 74 years old and still can sing. I mean, he's doing those high notes. Fuck me. He's sort of like Dio. I didn't, I, I, I didn't oh, pay no, much. Man. I got to draw the line with Steven Todd. Yeah, like, but, but no, 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 no. But, no. but he, he was there until the end. I mean, how, how many singers do you know that still had their voice when they were like that in that age? I mean, Dio was from, I mean, I don't know how, how old he was. He was, was he in his seventies when he died? Mm -hmm. Dio? Yeah. I mean, to be still. Still be no, able I think he was 69. I think he 69. died at 69. Yeah. yeah. But still, still be able to deliver with that same voice. That's fucking insane. Mm -hmm. And I, I thought that watching Steven, it's going to be hurtful to hear him sing Dream On. But it wasn't. Because he could still do the voice, which I thought was cool. And it was good to see him on the stage. Oh, so he's back. He's out of rehab. Oh, and then all of a sudden I, I read about this. Uh, they had to cancel the show because he had to go back. I don't know what's going on there. Yeah, he's got it's... some illness. Yeah, they, they've yeah. Um, canceled a couple shows now in, yeah. in Vegas. It's so, yeah. That's crazy. That's, you know, that's the problem these days. You know, the, these guys, they're getting up there in age and they, you know. Yeah. It, it and, sucks and... to get old and. They can't do it like they could back in the day. 
So are, are we seeing the end of this? All the artists that, that, that we love and, and cherish so much growing up? Because it, it has to stop at some point. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we're, we're, we're seeing the, the it's the beginning of the end. And I mm -hmm. honestly, I don't see a lot of bands coming up behind them to take no. their place. I don't, I don't think there's like, and this is just me and you can send all your hate mail to me, but I, I don't think that the, we have the quality of music that we had back then. No, I think something happened in the nineties and I think it was straight. You could blame streaming for this. I don't blame streaming, but I, I blame record labels reaction to streaming mm -hmm. for I, I feel like they, they stopped looking at bands and developing bands. There's no artist development anymore, I don't no. feel. You no. know, I feel like they're only buying into bands that they feel they can sell. It's the same with all entertainment, really. And, and I, yeah. I, I think that's a shame. And there's just the caliber of music that we had in the 60s, 70s, and 80s doesn't exist today. No. I agree. I actually agree with that. I, I mean, there is a lot of cool artists that <clears throat> are coming out with new music I, that I enjoy, but it's it's like you said. I cannot see. I don't know if we're talking about metal, hard rock. I I, I don't see it. I mean, Foo Fighters are a big band. I don't know if they're still around. Uh, who knows? But but. Mm -hmm. That's a, a, an arena band, but that that's not metal and that that's not hard rock per se. But in that genre, I I don't see anything remotely to to be to be even near like Aerosmith, Dio, um, Metallica, uh, Black Sabbath. Where's Black? Black Sa where's our Black yeah. Sabbath and our Led Zeppelins yeah. and the Doors and the Beatles? Yeah. And like where where are they? They they just don't exist anymore. No. And it and no. it's sad. And and once these guys are gone, they're gone. Yeah. And if we're being honest, like a lot of these guys, they're not really putting out new music. A lot of these guys, you know, it's, uh, I, this is blasphemy, I know, but even Paul McCartney can't really cut it so much anymore these days. When you listen to him live, um, it, it's almost cringe worthy to to listen to some of these these artists these days. And it, it's, it's sad. It, it's sad for guys like us, you know, at our mm. age, you know, where we we're seeing all these guys, all these bands sort of wither away and, and yeah. go away and, and there's yeah. nothing left. And um, what are you going to do? Yeah, I know. You know? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah. I don't know. It's crazy. But yeah, I just wish that the the record labels would step up and actually start developing some bands and bringing in the, the next generation of Metallica and Sabbath and Zeppelin and and all yeah. that. I don't know. I I feel like what what they did inadvertently is is like if you're in a band, you're you want to make a living at that, and so you got to do a certain kind of music so you'll get picked up or the hope to get picked up. Yeah. And I, I respect a lot of bands that kind of say fuck that and do that anyway. And they Grand Reserva is a great example of that. You guys have been around for a while. You guys are a great band. You get you kind of said, fuck it, you're gonna do your own thing. And unfortunately, you're you're not a household name like you should be. And that yeah. that kind of upsets me. And and I feel like, you know. There's a lot of bands that we've played them on our show. There, there's good yeah. bands out there. They just, oh, yeah. they, they need, they need something to help. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I, bring I them agree. into the next, oh, bring yeah. them up or whatever. Like, yeah. But it's sort of like an, an, a controlled environment when, when it comes to music, because there is always people trying to control the market. And I think that, record labels nowadays they're not as serious as that they were in, in the 80s where, where they knew that they could develop a band and take a chance take a risk 
on on a couple of young dudes coming out of wherever their garage and 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 just cranking it nowadays it's sort of like what's the next streaming thing that we can make tons of money on and then mm-hmm. you go with singles and 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 you try to take a product and and make it to something i i don't know i don't know what what where that is anymore but but it's it's sad it's sad it's real sad yeah i mean albums are going away i mean how vinyls getting this resurgence but is that all for not because bands aren't going to be releasing albums anymore no i know it's you know it's crazy. It's, yeah it's it's nuts yeah, it's nuts. It, it's it's too bad. It's yeah. really too bad. But um, speaking of talent and going all in and kicking some ass, are you a Ramstein fan? <sighs> Am I a Ramstein fan? <laughs> the question of the century: Are you yeah. a Ramstein fan? I don't dislike them. I think they're pretty cool. I think that the whole concept that they're doing is is pretty far out if 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 you know what I mean. The music I'm I'm torn in half cuz there's a lot of stuff that I think it's really great and there's a ton of stuff I think sucks ass. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. and and I I just don't get it. Uh so Maybe I'm not the person to to say. So you're not really a fan, but you're not going to rush to to the radio to turn it off if, if no. Change the I, I have a, if they come on. I have a couple of albums with them because uh, I bought them in in a huge collection. So I try to listen to them. Um, they don't do anything for me. It's sort of like. I admire them like like I do with Marilyn Manson because I get what he's trying to do. I really get it, his attitude and the stage show and, and whatnot. And that's the same with Ramstein. I get what they're doing with the flamethrowers and, and shit blowing up all, all the time and, and that evil stuff that they – I mean, people have called them Nazis – because of, of their image and, and they sing in German and, and, and so forth. And, and they, they don't address it because they, they grow up right after, um, I mean, in, in the early 60s uh, when Germany was uh, divided in two countries, East and mm-hmm. West, and they, they, most of them grew up in the, in the East and, and, had a, a horrible upbringing when it comes to 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 not be able to to have food on our table and and so forth really poor so for people to go out and say that they are nazis because they sing in germany i mean dude you need a history lesson for crying out loud uh, but but <laughs> that, yeah, I, yeah yeah so i get everything that they're doing i i i really love the, the 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 all the energy and all the, I, I watched the video for for the 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 one that that you um what the fuck is called adieu uh, adieu adieu uh it's fuck it's it's a it's a tiny movie in itself mm-hmm. uh it's it's crazy uh it's not for me though the music it yeah, the, that that song isn't the the one of their best songs, I don't think. But I, no. I think what the one thing I, I love about Ramstein is, and you, you kind of pointed out, they said, "Fuck it, we're doing it, and we're singing in German." Yeah, that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna yeah. and and you know they they actually ended up making you know uh, I don't want to call them a household name, but you know pretty much a lot of people know the band Ramstein yeah. right there. Yeah, and. You know, they, I don't know what the fuck the budget for that video was, no, it's but that had to be huge. Fucking I mean, insane. Like they're doing something right that they can afford to do a movie like that. Oh, yeah. And until Lindemann, he, he's a, I've never really seen an interview. I have seen an interview with him, but I couldn't understand anything he said because he, he, it was all in German. <laughs> but, you know, he seems like he's an interesting dude, and he just oh, doesn't yeah. give a fuck, and he just oh. does what he wants. I mean, if you look at his solo stuff, 
he does videos with their borderline porn. Some of them, there's not afraid to do gore and nudity and everything else. Like these guys, they have a vision and they execute it and like it or not, that's, that's what they're putting out. And they're, they don't really, they don't care. And And I think they're doing some really good stuff. Again, I'm like you, I wouldn't call myself a huge fan. I think their last record was, was pretty decent. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, oh, me too. I mean, it's some of the stuff they sing about too. Like if you, like for me, I go and translate the lyrics and stuff and mm-hmm. it's like some heavy shit and dark shit. Mm-hmm. Like you're oh, saying yeah. living in, in East Germany, like it wasn't a good time. And, and they sing about that. And I think there's a lot of people that don't take the time to understand the music. So they call them Nazis and, and this yeah. and that, and instead yeah. of just not listening, but, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I just wanted to call them out because I, I think, oh yeah, you know, there's That's a good thing. There, there's a lot of talent there. Oh yeah, with, oh my with god, the, the, yeah. the visuals and all their videos. They're like they're all story. They're they're not just a band getting up and playing. You know, no, no, no. Like a lot of the the metal bands do these days. You know, it's really some some time, and they, you know, again, I don't know how long it took them to write that or film it but it's yeah it's it's a if you haven't there'll be links in the description even if you're not a ramstein fan you can just put it on mute and just watch it and it's yeah. just it's spectacular it's and, and watch all, all, i mean the, all, yeah all of their their videos for from from the past years i mean i mean it's it's fucking epic to, to watch them mm-hmm. I, I i think their attitude is is punk rock because they don't yeah, give a fuck yeah. like, like punk rockers do i mean they'll they don't give a fuck they do whatever they want and that's uh, that's hard for, for for me to explain to people that say well this and that sucks um with without without taking in the big picture because i dig what they're doing they don't give a fuck they sing in german they do this massive shows i mean they were in 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 Gothenburg, in in Sweden, one of the biggest bigger arenas was sixty five thousand seats, four sold out shows, <laughs> four yeah. fucking sold out shows, sixty five thousand seats. Jeez, that's respect. I mean, mm-hmm. um, so so with that being said, go check out Ramstein. It's it's a cool band. Uh, and and like you say, Phil, mute it if if you don't listen like the music and and just watch it. It's it's oh, it's such, it's great. It's great to watch. Yeah, something. it's 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 really beautiful. It really is. It is so. Yeah, yeah. cool. All right. Uh, yeah, and speaking of, um, I don't know. We talked about this before. I I should have mentioned it in 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 the same instant. But Sebastian Bach. Hmm. <laughs> Is, 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 is he size, still a thing? Is, 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 is he still, still a thing? thing. <laughs> he, he got a question about the reunion. I mean, we got a Swedish dude singing in Skid Row. This, I mean, his his name is Eric Grunvall. Uh He's a great dude, a young kid. I mean, he's like in his 30s. He's singing his heart out. Uh, Skid Row was one of his like all-time favorite bands growing up, and now he's the singer of of that. And he's he just had a uh, cancer and and beat that, and and uh, they called him up and say, "Hey, you want to be the new singer of Skid Row?" And 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 so he is. And uh, Sebastian g- got a question uh, uh, a couple of days ago uh, about the reunion because everybody wants to know is there going to be a reunion. And I've heard uh, all the members of, of Skid Row today saying, saying, well, th- there is a reason that we parted ways back when we did. <laughs> so Sebastian says uh, uh, there was a lot of texting, he says, and a little talking, uh, there, but there needs to be more talking. And Dave Snake Sabu, who is, he he, uh, he got back and and they they wanted a quote from him and he said, well, we tried back in 2016 uh, slightly, and we dipped our toes in the water and realized that it didn't feel so good. 
I am really, really happy where I am right now, Snake continued. So I don't know. I think that that Sebastian, he sometimes I think he starts these rumors by himself. Uh, <laughs> I, I just, I wouldn't, I just, don't I wouldn't know. doubt it. I uh, no. Doubt so, um, I mean, yeah. uh, he's out there. Um, I, I, I don't know what to say about that, but that that's in the news today. So I thought I'll, I'll bring it up. I mean, we, we, but, we don't need skid row, let alone a skid row reunion. No, I mean. I, no, I don't know. But it's, um, I mean, watching Skid Row today, it's more exciting in in since like the the first album that they released. I mean, hearing Eric sing with them, I mean, he's he's a proud Swede, and he does his his voice is oh man, is spectacular. He, he has his own own YouTube channel where he sings Dio and he sings. All of the good mm. stuff, and and he pours his heart out, and and it's man, I tip my hat out for this guy because it's fucking insane. But I, Skid Row, eh, not so much. Yeah, yeah. Nah. We could, we could do without know. it. We don't need Skid Row. No, we don't. Yeah, need Skid Row. yeah, so. yeah. We don't need that. We don't, don't need that. It. But you got anything else? Well, do what well, is something that we I don't know if we need this or not, but mm-hmm. how about a metal tribute to ABBA? A metal we tribute need that? to ABBA. Well, I don't know. I'm not big on <laughs> tributes. <laughs> uh but but it's when if it's done properly, if it's I don't know. Tell well, us this, about um, it. This this band called what Ambient Dawn or something like that. They they right. did this album of album of ABBA covers. All right, and they released the their cover of SOS. Okay, and well, I don't want to say it was poorly done, but it's actually one of my least favorite ABBA songs, if I'm being honest. And this was just it it. I find that song kind of annoying, and and they took that annoying to eleven. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's I don't know, I don't oh. know. It's it's. I mean, I'll I'll let I'll let the everybody out there be the judge for their on their own on that. But I I don't know, man. I don't. So know. so, so it, the, the news we have for for this week is only sad news. What the hell? It is sad. Uh, it's sad. But, you know, hey, at least they're bringing ABBA to the forefront, though. I guess oh, yeah. I, we can look at it that way. We can look at it that way. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's, yeah. I don't know if you, you, you saw that being, you know. Yeah. Because ABBA's uh, in your blood as a Swede. You, you're yeah, born oh, with yeah. ABBA in your blood. Oh, yeah. So you yeah. don't have a choice. No. So. But, and, and, you... you're clo- and you're closer to, to ABBA than, than, than many Americans because you – you interviewed Janis Schaefer for crying out loud. That's the right. Guitar player yes. on all of the albums. He's been yeah. on the show, so check him out for crying out yeah, loud. Yeah, go check it out, Jeez. man. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, uh, listen, we we have some music. We have some music f- for this show. This we is do. an. Um, uh, this is a band from uh, of Valencia in Italy. It's an Ooh, Italian really? band. Italian, right. Italian. There we go. Yeah. They're called the Wild Throats. Uh, and this is because of my other band called Dead Anarchy. Uh, we're moving in the direction of punk rock land. Um, it's... I, I don't know... It's it's a different scene. It's more of of fuck it. Let's let's do it ourselves. We we don't we don't care. We don't care about <laughs> uh, fades or we don't care about record companies. We don't care about anything. If you wanna, so I've been doing this with Dad Arnke and just sending our songs to different radio stations that I know are, are into punk rock and we're not we're call ourselves punk and roll so we're in between punk rock music and rock and roll but it's the the scene is so big and it's so underground 
uh, and I'm just loving every minute of it because there's no fads, there's no nothing. It's just <laughs> straight up and w- we'll fuck you up if, if you don't listen to us and, and, and we don't care uh, about anything. So, and the wild throats uh, I get to know on Instagram, following them, because I, I, I've heard uh, a snippet of, of their music and I thought, wow, this is really cool. So I contacted them and they, and they they were nice enough to send send us some some stuff, and they describe uh, their their songs and or the music as '60s garage punk, the Sonics and the Wailers and Studious MC5, New York Dolls and so forth, old school punk like the Dead Boys, Ramones and the Dictators, mm-hmm. and they've been around since 2019 right before the pandemic hit and they okay. they have recorded 15 songs that they're planning Damn. on releasing in during next year 2023 so nice. uh, really great band the wild throat you should check them out and we're going to play a song right now and this is a song called this fucking life there we go the wild throats You see? That's, that's what it's all about. Kicking ass and taking names. Fuck yeah. me. I mean that 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 is old school. That just it takes is. you that takes you right back. Yeah. I think the singer you. sounds a bit like Iggy Pop meeting David Bowie meeting uh Leonard Cohen and, and it's all over the place. I think it's mm-hmm. it's great because it's got that old school sound to it and and right. it's it's this is what you do when 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 you you have like people that play their instruments for real and and doing it the way it's supposed to be so yeah. i mean now are, are you seeing a resurgence in punk i mean I, I never really was that much into the punk scene but you've kind of gotten me into it more lately so is is there seem to be a lot more punk bands coming out these days or has it always been there and i think so passed me by yeah i think there is a lot of bands that that are coming but there's a lot of band that had existed for for quite some time we had the undertakers 
last week and, and they've been around for like forever. And I totally miss them. But because I wasn't in, in the punk rock scene, I've al always have had friends that were in that scene. Uh, but when we got together, it, it, it was sort of like a mix between metal and, and punk rock and, and, we we know one another if you know what i mean we understand mm -hmm. one another and we respect one another but for me to get in to that scene with my own music being a part of it hey th this is us doing a thing with with like punk rock uh, uh is this okay and people are going fuck yeah it sounds great <laughs> it's sort of like this and that yeah we're we're sort of like a couple of of us are like more metal and not that much punk rock but oh yeah come on man the door is open man come in i mean i mean it's it's great it, it's a, a it's a community that is open it's a community that that takes care of of one another uh i mean We've been able to 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 get on like playlists, which is like the hardest thing ever for a a, a band to to be able to get on a playlist and and be regularly played. And in the punk rock scene, we managed to get on like fifteen or sixteen playlists just because I've contacted people and say, "Hey, what's going on? This is us." Mm. Uh, we're really digging what you do with with your radio show. We're digging what you're doing with your magazine. Uh, we've been around for like forever uh, as a musician, uh, but we're doing this project right now called Dead Anarchy, and it's punk rock music. Uh, would would you be able to listen to? And and people are getting back. Oh fuck me, that this is great. Where are you from? We're from Sweden and so forth, and and they're real friendly and and asking a lot of questions. And that's rarely what you see in the metal community these days. Mm. That's what was going on in in the late '80s and early '90s when I, when I was in in my twenties. There was a lot of stuff like that. You could talk to people, and and they had yeah. tape tape trading and so forth. You send copies of 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 tapes with different bands on them, and and you you share them with your friends. That none of that exist today so, so it's, punk is going to save music is that that's what you're saying i i i believe so i'm i'm not an expert at all uh in in this area but i it's an open community it's a great community to be a part of and and they're very willing to to open up to to people like me and say hey welcome uh since you're doing the stuff that you do with that anarchy uh, come on in and 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 share the stuff with us, and and we'll help you out as as much as we can. And and I'm helping out with with people that I meet, like the Wild Throats and the Undertakers, because we have got the Sons of Minor podcast, and and uh, it's only fair that I share this music with with the world, because since th those bands mm -hmm. and and people are so nice to to me and 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 the members of that Anarchy, so. It's only fair. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So that's it. There you go. That's it. Great way to, to end the the show. This is the last show of the season. Yep. Of the year. We will come back on January 6th with brand new episodes. But have no fear because we're going to be doing something kind of cool. Um, if you're not watching this on YouTube, we've been releasing all of our like from what season six or even before that on, on, on video. And uh, I'm going to be converting some of our favorite episodes into video and releasing them, re-releasing, releasing on, uh, on video. So you guys can experience that in a different way. So if you're only watching this on YouTube, uh, we're going to start releasing more episodes and we're going to start with, one of our favorites, but it's also a fan favorite. It's our most listened to episode ever. And that is Metallica's The Black Album. <laughs> You've heard us talk about it. You've heard us refer to, to the, this infamous episode before. 
and that's the next one. So that'll be coming out next Thursday uh, for you. So right before Christmas, if I think if no, this one's one before Christmas, it's after Christmas. I don't know. It, it's coming out next Thursday. It's going to be fun. And we're going to continue to keep releasing these new episodes, even after we come back until we get our all our past shows. And we have a lot of them. There's about 75 that we can re-release here on YouTube. So it's going to cool. take a while to get through that. But uh, we'll be slowly releasing some of our favorites. We're not going to go in order because that's boring. And we're going to do it the punk way. And we're going to say, fuck it. We're going to do it our way. And so it'll be fun. So look forward to that. And with oh, yeah. that, any last words before we veil? No. Rock and roll. I don't know. Rock and roll. <laughs> rock and roll. All right. Well, you guys have a good holiday out there. And we will see you in 2023. Later. Later. <laughs>